In today's episode, I talk with Crew 2 about a video that was going around social media where a teenage male randomly punches another teenage male in the face while at school in the hallways. The victim was said to be autistic. And not only was he shocked, the fear in his eyes after he felt that impact was so heart-wrenching that you can't help but experience a wave of sadness and anger. That solid we instill confidence in kids and train them to have the skills necessary to make sure they don't have to endure the torment of events like these. And it is our hope that when they are confident to stand up for themselves, they will also stand up for others. Our kids and crew too have never seen this video before. And the version I am showing them makes it hard to see exactly what's going on. The audio on this one isn't the highest quality because it was a spur of the moment conversation before class. But what these youngsters had to say was very impressive. If you have a kid, make sure they get to listen to this one. Oh, it's too hard. I don't blame you. You're recording us. Yeah, well, usually sometimes we record on video. This time we're just recording audio. Okay. So has anybody seen the video going around where the autistic kid gets punched in the face? No. By somebody nope. else? No. No? Nope. Going around? Let me show you. I don't see it. Is it sad? Uh, I would say Obviously. so. Obviously. I think that would be pretty <laughs> sad. But wouldn't they heart. defend themselves? Well, that's what we're going to talk Defense. about. Defense. So we got... Yeah, right. I can't read so. Oh my gosh. Oh. So look, can everybody see? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I can't yeah. read. So, <laughs> so here, he's standing at the water fountain, right? Minding his own business. This guy comes behind him. Boom. <laughs> That's not funny. I saw some ridiculousness. Yo, so you did see it? Okay, so listen, listen to the audio. One more time, bro. Let's go. That's like two times today. I'm good. So that's the lesson I want to talk about today, okay? How many of us actually want to get in a fight? Me. There's nothing wrong. There's no wrong or right answer. I do. I, we're here, I, we're here I, to be honest and learn, okay? I do. I don't want okay? to. Yeah. I really want to. I like someone. Okay. I'd rather well, not. The, the, really the, want the ones who me. want to get in a fight, you guys are in the right place, right? Actually, no, no, no. Are we? Hey, Koa. Correct. There's Koa, a there's a place what? to fight and there's no a place not to fight. Like Here school. on the mats, we come to fight. And everybody who raised their hand, listen, listen up. Let's get our ears working now. Everybody who raised their hand and wants to fight, I've seen you be on this mat. You have the opportunity to fight and you don't bring the aggressiveness. I want to fight. So let's change that. Okay? Because there's nothing wrong with fighting. It's a, it's a part of who we are. But there's, a, there's healthy ways to do it. And being on this mat is the healthy way to do it. Being that said, going back to the video, what you guys heard. <clears throat> yes, people will prey on you 
when they know you don't want to fight. And that's why it's important to learn how to fight. If you actually know how to fight, you fight less. No, you, you, you won't even have to defend yourself. Because the people that prey, bullies, they prey on fear. Right? They go around looking for weak people. And when you walk around in fear, people can see that. You know the difference between somebody confident, somebody who knows how to carry themselves? Mm -hmm. They walk. And you know they walk a certain way, right? They have their head up high and stuff. Exactly. They have their head up high, shoulders back, chest out, and they, their, their eyes are straightforward, looking where they want to go. Somebody who's not confident looks like what? Like head down? Head down and then walking. Shoulders crunched over, right? Like this. Yeah. Yeah, the perfect example. Head down, looking down, shoulders crunched over, hunched over. And they're like that. They're walking like that because they actually don't want to be seen, right? That's their version of trying to hide, but you're around people. So there's nothing to actually, like a wall to hide, but you actually use your body, your body language as a, as a, as a way to tell your brain, we're hiding right now. And so people see that and they will prey on you. So the best way that uh, even if you do want to fight, right, you're not always going to want to have to. You're going to want to fight on your terms. I don't think there's anybody that wants to fight that it isn't going to be on their terms. But that's why it's so important why what we're teaching you guys here is so you know without a doubt that you could protect yourself and you're not afraid of confrontation. And when you have that in you, you're less likely to ever have to use it. What's up, Koa? Um, what if, like, a proud person is, like, really faking it? Can that ever happen? A proud person? So, if somebody's proud, they're, they're probably not likely faking their proudness. No, like, the proud, the proud person is, like, trying to, like... Fake being scared. So you're like a, I would say an insecure person. Oh, an insecure person trying to act brave? Or you're a proud person trying to act scared? Is what uh, your question is. A proud person trying to act scared? Yeah, you, I mean, if you're, you'd have to be a good actor. It's hard for you to, to make other people believe you're a certain way without having the, the acting skills to do so. Um, there, there will be, like, what's an example why you would, you, somebody would use that? Just to, like, Become stand, popular? no, like, kind of yes, kind of yes, but also, like, teach people not to, like, bully people who look always down, just, like. So, so basically, you're saying almost like fishing, fishing for bullies. <clears throat> so. Like fishing for compliments, but just fishing for Well, Well, yeah, exactly. But he's saying somebody's proud, but they're acting like they're scared. Mm -hmm. So this way he's... Just a, he's to like a, make sure like they learn not to bully people. Yeah, so he attracts a bully because he's acting like he's scared. And then he ends up beating the bully up. So uh, that could very well happen. You would have to be a good actor. I'm not a good actor. But <laughs> like I said, bull... The, the most toughest kids you guys see, and I'll use quotations, you think they're tough, but the bullies at school, they're not tough. They're insecure, and they're looking to prey on people. You never see a bully 
bullying other tough kids. They're usually bullying the weak kids. Yeah, call it. But doesn't that mean one of the proud kids can stand up for the weak kids? They, as you should. You know, we, we go over the leadership principle. You treat others how, you, how you'd want to be treated. And I bet if, if, if you were in a position where you felt you were being picked on and you didn't know how to defend yourself, you'd want some help. And I'll tell you this, guys. Sometimes it's not about somebody stepping in and fighting your battles. Sometimes you just knowing that somebody has your back and you're not alone means a lot. So you don't have to go fight this kid's battle. But if you see there's a guy picking on him or a girl picking on him, even worse, a group, that, that person needs to know that somebody else has their back. And that might give them the courage to, to stand up and fight for themselves. But it's hard when you feel like you're alone. Um, so Anthony, I know your story, would you care to share, you know, how you came to solid and your original story, if, if you're open to. Okay. So basically it started out as, um, at school in like, I think it started fifth, not really fifth. I think it started around like the fourth grade, I'd say. Basically, two people were picking on me, and one was more like, um, like words, mm -hmm. and then one was more like physical. The words one kind of got, I kind of got over it real quick, because, you know, people say stuff, doesn't really matter. Uh, the one that actually used like physical force, that one was a little bit more of a problem. So I started um, taking boxing classes. And then after I started taking boxing classes, um, I just, my parents found solid. And then I just went to solid just to branch out on the martial arts spectrum and stuff. Expand the skills. So how did you use what you learned from boxing and what you learned at solid to help you out with your issue? Well, they, the bully, I didn't really know this until, like, I actually learned what, like, prop, like, what a proper punch is and stuff. They didn't really know how to properly fight. So, it, like, the next time they tried to pick on me, it wasn't, like, it was kind of, like, how do I say this? It was basically unfair in a way for them because they didn't know what they were doing, but I kind of did. Mm -hmm. So, it kind of just, like, they just kind of stopped after a while. Was there so like a, was there an altercation? It wasn't a big one. It was more like a little one. Basically, they just came up and then they just hit me and then I punched them and it, it that that's basically all that happened. Oh. So, and have they messed with you since? At school, they have insulted me, but I've it doesn't really matter by the end of the day. Never physically again. Though. Never physically. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Anthony, for sharing that. That's awesome. That takes a lot of courage to, to tell your guys, to tell stories of when you were uh, insecure at one point in your life, you know. But when you overcome it, that gives you the confidence to tell your stories. And I think you, I want to go over two big points, Anthony, with you. Is one, obviously, what we said, when you start training, it, it protects you, right? You had the ability. And a lot of times, uh, these bullies, 
these people that try to go and pick a fight, they actually don't know how to fight. It's just their persona that they put on. They act tough. They uh, maybe shove and maybe uh, and maybe they've even punched, but you don't know how to punch. So you just figure, oh, man, this person's tough. They know how to fire at and that and that scares people off. But like when Anthony learned how to punch, he knew right away, oh, this person doesn't really know how to fight. You know what I mean? Instinctually kicked off. I'm sure you didn't think, okay, um, he just punched me. Should I do this? Should I not? It, he did it and then you reacted, right? And so that's the instincts you get from training martial arts. That's why we have you guys do the same thing over and over and over. So when things happen, you don't even have to think about it. You just react. And the other thing, Anthony, that you touch base on is verbally, they still, they still do it, right? And look, we, can, we can't go around shutting everybody up that has something to say. There's too many people in this world and somebody's always going to have something to say. If you can get your mindset strong enough to not let it bother you, that's where you should be. But if they cross the line and go physical, the story that Anthony just said, that's how it should be. That's how it should be handled. Everyone has the right to protect yourself. What's up, Koa? Um, there's two ways about this. There's like... One, because they just want to bully people like that don't know how to fight. And the other one is because they, the bullies are the one who actually got bullied when they were younger, which makes them just want to fight you. It's like, get all their anger out on you. So, you have something to add to that or is it something different? Yeah, I have something to add to that. Yeah. So, from my experience... Keep going, it's fine. Um, it wasn't necessarily that they were bullied, it was that they didn't have a good life. Um, because with the physical one, they, um, I know this because I learned it from like a friend that knew about them. Mm -hmm. Basically the physical one, they, um, their family just gone. Basically his mom is an alcoholic. His dad's not really in the picture. That's it. The second one, his mom went to prison, died. And now he just has his dad and his brother and that's it. Yeah. But they don't really pay attention to him either. So. No, that, that's absolutely correct. And let's reference that video again. Even the person that punched the guy, you're absolutely right. He probably has a broken home. People, his own parents, his own family could be the one assaulting him. And when you're a kid, there should still be empathy to the other kid, right? If he's open to getting help. But as the victim, as a, as a kid who got punched, he shouldn't have to deal with that, right? So if somebody's attacking you guys, your first thought process can't be or shouldn't be, I would say, is to wonder what they're going through at home, right? You should protect yourself first. And maybe when you get to a certain level, then you could, you could go and give back. You could help, right? How but I that's it. But that is an excellent point. I, and I love for you guys to have that empathy. And I do. I have that empathy as well. And that's why we're that's why we have solid so we can help all kids, kids who are bullies, kids who are getting bullied. If they come here, we can we can work on them. Yeah. Um, what if like one of the people who are getting bullied missed the punch, like the bully misses the punch on that person. The person doesn't know how to react. 
but grabs their arm and like throw them over. Is that like a fine school? And I feel like you're going to say something about like it's they probably took lessons or something, but it's the, like a random time. Well, that's just theoretical stuff. Anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Can I add on to the last thing? Yeah. How I see it is. You, I feel like you can mainly feel empathy if they're like open to actually like doing something about their situation. But if their only like way of dealing with it is like bullying other people, that's when I feel like you don't have to, like you can still feel sorry for their situation. It's just, you don't have to, how do I say this? You don't have to... Um, you don't have to carry their burden, right? Yeah, you don't have to carry their burden if they're not really accepting help from you or for anyone else, absolutely, from anyone else. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. Um, you know, when... Like, how many of you would think... Um, let's see a show of hands that I was bullied growing up. Let's see it. Hands up if you think I was bullied growing up. <laughs> you slowly... Sure. Okay, so that's all Anthony says no. So everybody against uh, one. And so what would make you what would make you think that I was bullied growing up, Giselle? You don't know? Just a random ooh, guess? Ooh. Rosalind? Um, I don't know, just like the city and the people at school. Just because it's so common? Yeah. Uh, maybe because you, you've been bullied but you wanted to to um, start taking lessons for martial arts and um, once you're in a situation where you're getting bullied you could defend yourself yeah but why do you think I was bullied uh, maybe because people had problems but they just wanted to put it on somebody else so they chose you cool. uh, basically like that but the fact you want to come here just to, like fight and dissent and like defend yourself back mm-hmm. just so, so. like well, you the guys... fact you started doing this is like, it couldn't come out of nowhere unless you like were the fighting type of person, but also if like you want to defend yourself or like fight for yourself. You you guys are absolutely right. I was, I was um, picked on growing up. Elementary school, no, it was mostly just you know fun. You go do your class, go to playground, and you have fun. But there's not a lot of stuff in elementary school that prepares you for the transition <laughs> into junior high. All right. And so growing up, I, I had uh, both loving parents help raising me. They were very protective. And um, one of the things that uh, my mom, she always taught us with our cousins and, and, um, and brothers and sisters was to fight in the front yard, not like mean, beat each other up to our blood, but just so we learned with each other. You know, either the boxing gloves on or wrestling, we were always fighting with our cousins in, in, at, at the house or at the park. And with my dad, he would always play fight with me growing up. So through that, that age, I, I had all that, right? And so it was like always, me, like you and me, your dad? Like me, my dad, and Exie. Yeah, play, and play fighting. So I actually grew up thinking that fighting was, was fun like when I went when I would fight with my cousins I'd get so mad sometimes I'd start crying because I was so angry um and start fighting but with my dad I always felt it was fun one thing I didn't get to do though was go out a lot I wasn't allowed to go to friends houses I wasn't allowed to spend the night I wasn't allowed to just go around the neighborhood go to state street right I wasn't allowed to do that stuff 
And so when I went to junior high, I had no idea what it was like to hang out with other kids. I had no references. And so I was a loner and I was very small. I was short and I was skinny. And so I didn't have that confidence. I felt like I was always alone and I, and I let that confidence and fear just everybody could see it. And there was, there was lots of people who would, who would take advantage, you know? And so that happened all throughout high school, or through junior high, excuse me, through junior high and then high school. And then one time when I was walking through the, the main hallway, I know you guys aren't in high school yet, but in high school they got, you know, a big main hallway and there's all these kids and just like I always was just walking through shoulder down just trying to get to my next class and some um, big big kid grabbed me by my throat and lifted me up into the air and started like choking me shaking me and then threw me down and so I didn't like fall down to the ground I landed on on, on my feet but I just put my head down and started started crying and started like walking away as quick as I could because I was like so embarrassed and in shock of like what happened. But that day something changed in me. Something snapped and I didn't ever want that to happen again to me. And I didn't I didn't care if somebody would beat me up. I don't care, but I wasn't going to feel like that anymore. I was tired of people picking on me and treating me like I was nothing and I I made a decision I wanted to change that, right? But there, you know, there weren't, I didn't know about martial arts and I went down a different route. I chose to start hanging with the gang, getting jumped into a gang and then going down that route, which was, I was able to get everything I wanted. I felt like now I had friends, I had uh, girls, I was able to get fight and get my frustrations out. And so, you know, I went down that path and that path isn't the way to go down. I wish I would have had martial arts like in a, or a program like this that, that you guys have. <clears throat> but I didn't even start training martial arts till I was like 30 years old. And Anthony, when you talked about that fight when you got in, that guy didn't, didn't know how to fight. I grew up fighting just like whatever I learned in, in the street and from when I was a kid. And the one time I went up against a guy who knew how to box and I've never got beat up so bad in my life than I did that, that day. And so from then I knew I knew I needed to start training. And so I've been training martial arts ever since. And, and, uh, you know, looking back, I'm sure you guys experienced fights at your guys' school. Like nobody gets in fights at school. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we had like six in like the first three or four weeks of school. Okay, well back in my day, if there, if there was, you guys let me know if it's the same. If, if somebody knew that there was a fight and they were gonna say, oh, they're gonna fight at the, at the liquor store after school at 3.30, everyone's gonna meet. Would all the other kids get excited and like run to go watch it? Mm-hmm. Is that still going on or no? Um, now they just videotape for, it and post it. <laughs> for me, um, all of them, I've never heard of anybody like saying, oh, they're going to fight at this time, at this place. They've only just like randomly happened at like just anywhere. Uh-huh. 
like there's some that happened uh outside during lunch there's some that happened on the field there's like there have there's two that happened in like the hallways yeah and like but i've never had one where people are like hey go like see it at this place at this time it's always been like just randomly happened but people still just rush over to see it and then start taping it so I, I was the opposite way. If there was a fight or somebody said, I would actually run the other way, avoid. I was just so paranoid and afraid. And like I said, I didn't have a lot of experience of what it's like to be around other kids without adult supervision. And so it just scared the hell out of me. And I didn't have friends, so I always felt alone. So I would, I would get away from there. Where everybody else found it exciting, I got away. So that's why when I tell you guys Sometimes a kid just needs to know that there's another kid there that will have his back. And that's why that's so important. Koa, uh, you got something? We're going to be closing up. That has happened at my school. Like, I think it was like in the first month in one week. Mm-hmm. Can I use Yeah, of course. Uh, it happened like, me and my friends weren't included, but like we got details of it, what happened. My friends were fighting, like at lunch, and then they went to the bathroom and keep on fighting. And I don't remember what, uh, some of my friends were included in it, and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I was like the only one who didn't want to be included in it, so me and my friends just sat there. Like, we didn't even see it happening because we were all focusing on each other, not like the whole outside thing. Yeah, I, I could totally relate to that. That's why at Solid, I, the people who've been in Crew 1 before, and you know we do martial arts on Mondays, Wednesday we do work ethic, Friday we do fitness, right? Even here for Crew 2, where we just do martial arts Tuesdays and Thursdays, I don't just have you guys come in and train, right? We train for the most part, but we're either going over work ethic lessons and what it is to, to build a solid work ethic, or we're... we're talk with like what you what we're doing today because it's important for me to work on your guys's mind not just your body because if you're if you could be the best fighter in the world you could be strong you could be quick but there's always going to be somebody stronger quicker and more skilled exactly and so if you don't have that confidence to back what you got then you're going to fold to that person or to that event. So that's why we always work on the mind. And when discussions like this will help you guys with that knowledge. So let's, uh, let's get up. I appreciate you guys. Let's, uh, I hope you gain value from this conversation. If you think more kids, should have conversations like this, should learn things like this, should learn the skills necessary to defend themselves from things like this. More importantly, gain the skills to not only protect themselves but protect others. Consider contributing to SOLID. Go to our website, www.sbsolid.org and shop anything SOLID. When you shop and buy something, that is handmade from our crews. Not only do you support us financially, 
and give us the fuel necessary to keep going with our mission that we have, but you also give the kids opportunities to learn, to build, to sell, and give them the confidence and the self-worth to know that what they build has value. So again, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.